We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Jim Margulis, and this is your White Sox wake-up call for the 1st of June, 2021. The White Sox headed to Cleveland to play their second doubleheader in three days. They faced the Cleveland Nine, who had their second doubleheader in two days. The result was a split that both teams are probably grateful for. The White Sox won Game 1 in eight innings by a score of 8-6, and Cleveland took the back half 3-1. Considering Carlos Rodon started the first game and Jimmy Lambert was the emergency starter for the second, the White Sox won the game they needed to, even if it wasn't the way they drew it up. Rodon gave up three homers, the White Sox blew leads of 4-2 and 5-4, and they probably didn't want to go to extras. One thing did work in their favor, though. Billy Hamilton was the Manfred man on second to start the eighth, which put the immediate pressure on James Karinczyk. Juan Mankata struck out, but Hamilton stole third to put himself 90 feet from a lead. Jose Abreu then cashed him in with a sacrifice fly, but that result understates the effort. Abreu fell behind 0-2, fouled off a pitch, took three consecutive pitches out of the zone, fouled off a fastball, then finally connected on the eighth pitch with a line drive to left field that got the job done. Yet the White Sox were not finished. Your mean Mercedes drew a five-pitch walk to bring Adam Eaton to the plate. 
Eaton, who hadn't played since departing Wednesday's game early, took the first pitch curve out of the zone, then rose to the occasion on a high fastball, pounding it out to right center to give the White Sox an 8-5 lead. It certainly eased the tension when Aaron Bummer took over in the bottom of the eighth in place of Liam Hendricks, who was given the day off after pitching three times over the last two days. Bummer wasted no time getting the tying run to the plate by walking the leadoff guy, but he then turned down the heat with a double play ball that traded a run for two outs before sealing his second ever save with an easy three-slider strikeout of Yu Chang. The late-game effort bailed out Rodon, who took his first real battering of the 2021 season. You'd look at the one walk and eight strikeouts over six innings and think he was on his game, but Cleveland dinged him for nine hits, including three that left the yard. He threw a changeup for two of his three homers, he got only 12 swinging strikes overall, and he gave up four hits to lefties. Basically, a lot of what he threw found barrels. For a while, the shape of the game resembled the White Sox 5-4 loss to Minnesota last week, where they slowly squandered a 4-0 lead because the offense shut it down. The White Sox scored four runs off Tristan McKenzie during an eventful second inning that featured an RBI double by Eaton and a three-run double by Zach Collins, with Leary Garcia advancing the final 90 feet when Cesar Hernandez dropped the throw in from right field and took his time collecting it. Collins took third on the error and ended up scoring himself when Tim Anderson got picked off with two outs but sustained the rundown long enough for Collins to motor home. McKenzie then collected himself to shut down the Sox over the next three innings, striking out eight consecutive batters at one point while Cleveland bled the lead from Rodon. The Sox were able to claw back ahead in the top of the sixth when Yohan Mankata singled off McKenzie to snap the strikeout streak, then took second and third on a pair of Brian Shaw wild pitches, the latter of which was ball four to Jose Abreu. With runners on the corners, Yermin Mercedes then grounded to second, but Abreu was in motion in an attempt to stay out of the double play. He accomplished that goal by getting in the way of Hernandez's flip to the shortstop, which instead caromed off Abreu's helmet while Moncada scored. Alas, Rodon gave up three singles in the bottom of the inning, with a tying run scoring on a Bradley Zimmer infield single. Fortunately, the White Sox high-leverage crew held up even without Hendricks. Cody Hoyer worked around a leadoff single by getting Jose Ramirez to ground into a 3-6 double play en route to a scoreless seventh, and he picked up the win when the White Sox scored three in the top of the eighth. Game 2 wasn't nearly as eventful, due in large part to the White Sox shorthandedness. With Hendricks unavailable, Anderson out of the lineup, Michael Kopech on the injured list, and Andrew Vaughn out due to allergies, the White Sox were unsuccessful in their attempt to steal a win behind Jimmy Lambert, who didn't have a second look for Cleveland once they got used to his changeup. Pitching wasn't really the problem, though. Lambert had one bad idea, and that was trying to sneak a 3-1 changeup past Jose Ramirez when there was a base open with one out. Lambert hung it, Ramirez crushed it, and Cleveland took a 3-1 lead on the two-run homer that proved to be the final score. Lambert got two outs in the fourth, Ryan Burr retired all four batters he faced in his first appearance in two years and a week, and Jose Ruiz pitched a perfect sixth to limit Cleveland to just three runs, even without any frontline pitchers. The White Sox offense just couldn't come up with any combos after getting the leadoff runner aboard. They tagged a run on Cal Quantrill in the second when Billy Hamilton doubled with one out, took third on a wild pitch... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Scored a Nick Magical blooper, but the White Sox couldn't figure out how to score again despite reaching to start the final four innings. The lineup struggled with the strike zone, racking up 12 Ks against just one walk. Yasmani Grandal struck out in all three of his plate appearances, and Magical fanned twice for just the second time in his career. It also might have helped if anybody else came to the plate after Jake Lamb's seventh inning walk besides Garcia, Hamilton, and Magical. Garcia was the only bench player available, apparently, as he pinch hit for Danny Mendick. Hamilton and Magical both hit for themselves, even though a homer was really the desired outcome, and everybody struck out. That's a lot of words for no change in the standings. The White Sox are still three and a half games up on Cleveland, but at least the doubleheaders are out of the way for the time being. They'll play just one tonight, and it'll be Dylan C. squaring off against Shane Bieber. The last time the White Sox saw Bieber, he struck out 11 over 9 shutout innings in a game Cleveland won in 10. He's been gettable since then, although he allowed just a solo homer over 7 dominant innings against Detroit his last time out. In his last time out, Cease bounced back from getting outclassed by Garrett Cole to throw 6 strong innings against Baltimore. It'll be an equally imposing pitching matchup, but Cleveland's lineup should give him an opportunity to go toe-to-toe with last year's Cy Young winner. First pitch is at 5.10 p.m. Central on NBC Sports Chicago. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Around the league, the Royals gained a half game on the Sox in Cleveland with a 7-3 victory over Pittsburgh, and so did the Twins, who beat Baltimore in 10 innings by a score of 3-2 to extend the Orioles' losing streak to 14 games. In the process, the Twins crept ahead of Detroit in the AL Central, as the Tigers lost to Milwaukee by the same score. The Tampa Bay Rays still can't be stopped. They beat the Yankees 3-1 for their 16th victory in 17 games, finishing May with a record of 22-6. They have baseball's best record at 35-20 and and lead Boston in the AL East by two games. The San Francisco Giants are a half game back of Tampa in that department, and they put their own finishing touch on an 18-10 May by beating the Angels 6-1. In the process, they slipped ahead of San Diego for first place in the NL West as the Padres lost to the Cubs at Wrigley 7-2. That'll do it for this edition of the White Sox Wake Up Call. Visit SoxMachine.com to talk about the doubleheader, and those who support Sox Machine on Patreon can read the second installment of Farm Fortnite, my bi-weekly review of the White Sox farm system that runs every other Tuesday. You can gain access by supporting us at Patreon.com slash SoxMachine, where plans start at just $2 a month. If you're new to the Sox Machine podcast, you can subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to the Sox Machine podcast. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Jim Margulis. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. 
because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.